Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Seas Cubed with your hosts, Johnny Pinal, Ayahadi, and Allison Weaver. Second Seas Cubed is a podcast dedicated to celebrating performing arts and celebrating the next generation of creatives. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to Second Z's. We are back with another episode for your enjoyment. And this time we are going to take you to a lovely, lovely place called Angola. And for those who don't know, this is the birthplace of Kuduro. So anyway, the original, original OG Kuduro music starts in Angola. So we are very excited to share a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful recording of some lovely dancers and musicians. And this is a great, great piece for you all. And while I pull this up, it is called da, 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 Afro Panico Matimba and ADFM Films present uh, and Afro House Kuduro Palista presents I Love Kuduro TV. So um, basically this is a song from Afro Kuduro, I Love Kuduro TV and it's a compilation kind of thing. Uh, featuring some dancers and uh, these are very skilled Kuduro dancers from lovely Angola. So we will definitely take you on a little adventure into Kuduro music, which of course has become popular all over the world in different forms. You may remember Don Omar and his love or other people who have made remixes and variations on Kuduro music and it is a really nice vibe for sure so I'm really looking forward to talking more about this unfortunately Johnny is not with us today because of a power outage on thank you South Africa but that is another story for another time so without further ado let's get right into it so I think I'll start because you need to continue waking up a little bit and uh, <laughs> <laughs> call out. <laughs> it's sleepy. It's really early for Aya right now, mm-hmm. so we have to we have to make sure that she can stay awake for everyone. Um, so let's just start with some things that I really love about this. Um, I first of all love Kuduro music. Number one. I love how it opens the scene with them just chilling out by the bay and they just n- introduce Leah Accente, Joel, and um, Homeboy's music. Um, and so it's Leah, it's a different artist that they are introducing in the opening shot. Let me just remind myself it's Joel, Almedia, Leah Accente, and we also have. Um, just check the dancers real quick. We have Cindy Lima, Sago Alex, Bariama West as the dancers, and the um, lovely artists, as I mentioned before, are Joel Medea and Lee Accente. And it's, of course, produced by Homeboy Music. So they get in, they're looking at a map, they're looking at where to go. They're going to Matimba, which I think is really dope. 
and then they just like exploring some abandoned buildings and stuff and then they start to dance their head off so i love how they start out with a smoke effect and then they just start getting it they just are getting down into the music and dancing their head off so right away you see this explosive boom which is what kuduro is always about <laughs> like this it's always like with that little snare drum thing and you're just like <laughs> so it just immediately invites you into the dance i also think their costumes are pretty dope because it's just simple but it just shows their personality just how they their shoe choices like what kind of jeans or pants they're wearing and everyone's wearing the same t-shirt but of course you have like all the different accessories for each person so it's very individual but it's also like yeah we're a crew right now watch us kill it yeah and of course during one point they're like afro chronicle kodura swagger <laughs> so <laughs> these guys are just feeling it um another thing i like about this beat is basically like it's about matimba which is so dope like this whole thing is celebrating matimba and i think that is super dope so i i appreciate that because of course matimba is super super dope so and i think another thing that's cool is they are featuring one of the just gym base just for the heck of it so they're they're loving out their hometown matimba yeah. it's a i mean sorry municipality of matimba and then they're just dancing their head off and then they have the costume change to more of the traditional angola clothes and i thought that was kind of cool because it just like faded out real quick and then what else did i like here And then we have them change costumes again and there's like changing setting again which is also dope. And then they have like the traditional flute and stuff as well. So it's like usual kinds of beats you will find like electronic music or like hip hop music but then they also are pulling out all that of traditional instruments. So anyway, that's my little breakdown basically of this piece and I'll let Aya go to show us some of her things that she noticed this is my little breakdown wow and thank you fireworks hopefully that doesn't come into the music but there's some fireworks out here which maybe is the perfect time for fireworks after this anyway exactly you know it's the world just came together to celebrate this moment basically hi everyone absolutely <laughs> Hi everyone. I am half awake, I think. Um, but what a way to wake up fully this morning to this beautiful video, this quick jaunt down to Angola. Like um it was a really joyful experience for me watching the video and even like further doing research on the country, which is stunning, by the way, stunning. Like I just the architecture, the the nature, it's like breathtaking in, in just in every single way. Um, and yet again, I go back to the same question of why is it that certain countries get all the hype 
when it comes to yeah. nature and, and yeah and and appreciation and culture and then others just completely fly down under the radar because Angola's like freaking beautiful uh, sorry so that, yeah. yeah yeah that was that was very eloquent of me it's um it's goes further yeah um it goes beyond dope and stunning but it is dope and stunning um and i remember just the visuals catching me on from the opening shot even though like when when you look at the scenery it doesn't seem to be like a very um grand or majestic um setting but the way the camera pulls you in and just the quiet beauty that's happening in the background and when they're pulling up the map and everything it's simple um but everything is just so vibrant and it pulls you in immediately and then there was a scene where there's that um little what's the name what's that name of the drum i just know it in arabic so jimbang Jimbe, okay. Um, so the when they center the Jimbe in the middle, and um, you see the smoke coming out. Um, I think I thought that was another interesting visual detail, and they're dancing in kind of these dilapidated um, settings. But again, yeah. But, yeah. but again, you don't feel depressed because of the setting because they themselves are so joyful and high energy energy and just feeding off of I felt I felt like they were so in sync with each other which even though mm. like when you see the video you find that the moves don't feel particularly complex but they are so in sync with each other they're dancing in unison they're feeding off of each other's energy it's so infectious um that you don't mm. really feel like these abandoned um settings are particularly depressing or anything like that you know on, on the contrary it's infused with that same beautiful energy that we see from the three main dancers and I love how you mentioned how their personalities, their individual personalities showed through their outfits, even though they were all wearing the same shirt. Um, because yeah. I saw the when I saw the video for the first time, I didn't realize it was filmed 10 years ago. But I was looking at it. I'm like, whoa, this takes me back. Which to is like, even more dope. Yeah. Because it's so good for 10 years ago. It is so good. But I was like, whoa, their clothing choices is very much early 2010s for me. Um, and then I looked at it. I'm like, OK, mm. so that's why. That's why. Um, but I felt like it was a perfect time capsule also for the fashions of that time um they were just having fun with every single aspect and i really did like how mm. you mentioned their individuality in their costumes um they were just so great in every single meaning of the word um through the energy through how um in sync they were with each other how the joy was just radiating off of the screen and just like infusing a little a little espresso of joy if you will for for the viewer um and i did like the little sneaks of um the landscape in angola and um 
it was overall a very pleasant and enjoyable experience for me. It was very easy to get sucked in. You know, sometimes with um, certain art forms or videos or the such, um, it's 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 a little bit more challenging to be able to fully immerse yourself in the experience. Mm. Um, this wasn't the case for me. Matimba was just a seamless transition from me like to go from non-art headspace into matimba it wasn't such a chore um it was a seamless transition and i enjoyed every bit of it quite honestly i mean i really wish johnny was here because i feel like he would also be talking about the charm and the infectious energy of the dancers i think he would be quite taken with them as well um but that was kind of my overall impression of the video it was just so effortless even though i'm sure it took so much hard work to actually do it but because yes, yeah especially back then yeah but because of the joy and just how um everything just was so seamless it comes off so naturally uh even like the dance moves themselves it's there's no artifice in it it just again feels like three friends who decided to get together and just have a fun dance off it felt like a low stakes step up movie <laughs> and i don't even mean that in a derogatory <laughs> way yeah 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 i feel you though yeah like i was half expecting another dance crew to show up and like challenge them to a dance off <laughs> Yeah, but 10 out of 10. And um, I love how I it gave me an opportunity to do a little bit more research into the country itself. Um, and, you know, just learning more about the history, how wonderfully wealthy the country is in its natural resources. Um, and mm -hmm. yeah like it's insane um i think they said that it was like the second largest portuguese speaking country in the world which you know the, the yes it is yeah the more you know the more you know yeah but yeah it's a beautiful country and i would love to go visit it someday yeah you should yeah they're doing great too like they mostly are pretty too that's why you don't hear about them <laughs> they're staying under the radar yeah yeah um, saludo especial para todos de angola muito obrigada por sua voce e sua música um saludo do mundo de parte de nós obri obri let's give you a shout out to the lovely Angolanos and uh, please uh, do share our stuff if you like it we hope that we can give you enough love and you deserve for sure 100% you well well deserved praise and love yes yeah and they have so much to offer so if any of you want to go to angola do that you will not regret it the people mm -hmm. that are amazing oh i bet 
I bet I bet they're just like very kind-hearted and warm people. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Have you met someone from Angola? That was like a long time ago. I think I met some of them when I was in uh, South America, actually, or in Europe. Oh. I can't remember. But anyway, it was a long time ago, far, far away in a galaxy, far, far away. Oh, nice. You know what would have yeah. been nice, though? A, a Star Wars with an Angolan flair to it. That I think that would be a lovely project. Remix! <laughs> Hello, George Disney. Lucas. We'd like to suggest you a project. <laughs> Disney, come on. We're, we have a brilliant crack team at it. Just, just holler at us. I don't want to work with Disney, though. That's the problem. <laughs> hey, George Lucas, you want to do an indie about Star Wars, but not Star Wars? <laughs> oh, there's an idea. Maybe. Yeah, we shall see. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, what did you think as far as the settings and just like the general framing um, for the camera work uh, of this video? Well, I thought it was lovely. I mean, you could tell it was 10 years ago because there's certain effects that you can do now much more smoothly or whatever. But you could tell that they had a really good team there and they were really thinking through each of the seatings. Settings. Settings. Where's my English? My English is gone. No. The brain is what you get when you dream in three languages. Anyway, so. Uh, anyway, the settings. I think we had a, a lot of very interesting choices. I really enjoyed it because it's very hard to use a um, a like abandoned setting well because sometimes it can just look boring or like not interesting mm -hmm. if you don't do it correctly. But these people had a plan and they just did it with the plan and they rocked that plan so well. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes these this is so good yeah so i was happy to see that like everything just planned played out so nice and the editing was fun and you know it's very like i think it's a very african way to edit as far as certain african countries i'm not saying like the whole continent but there's like central like different regions of africa have different like ways of editing because mm -hmm. you know everyone has a pace or a tempo right yeah and this one has a very obviously Portuguese influence editing style, but it also has a very, very much regional style of the edit, in my opinion. Like, so it's, it's, um, I think it's one of these fun, fun things because you can kind of feel the tempo of an edit. So mm -hmm. some people will do an edit like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like everything is like a dance when you're editing. Other people will be like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like this. Everyone has a tempo. So I think depending on how the, um, not just following the song tempo, but they also have a tempo of the shots and stuff, which mm -hmm. I thought was fun. So that's interesting yeah, to hear that there's much. a tempo with editing. Yeah, there is a tempo. It's like 
yeah because it's following the it's following the the, the lot of different things and with with everything comes down even though visual people get paid better than audio people let's be real mm-hmm. i don't know why but that's the case <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to the sound people yes <laughs> that's all i have to say mm-hmm. <laughs> I really liked also with like the second setting with the like it's still an abandoned setting but there was like overgrowth greenery happening and then there was like also graffiti I like the just the visual yeah. contrast that was happening there they they chose their locations well mm-hmm. oh. yeah definitely it's like showing like this is where we are from this is the space this is what we're looking at this is what's cool and we can still rock your world it's like oh so dumb like you can still jam yes and imagine if they had more budget that would be insane they already had a good budget yeah let me tell you they had a good budget yeah but like if they had an even better budget like some of these like sony and all mm-hmm. they would like blow the roof off of that thing oh, even though they already blew the roof off of that thing we would be sitting there like oh wow I know, I know. I can't wait to see um, like what continues to come out of the region because I feel like Central Africa has been blowing up in the music scene. It totally is. Yeah. Yeah. Like once Afrobeats hit the thing from Nigeria and then we had like other stuff going on from like a lot of different countries, like they were like oh this is dope and people like it so all of a sudden you hear like more and more countries of africa being represented musically in pop music and i'm like yes let's go yeah so i think there was even this one singer from south africa who got like mainstream popularity on a global stage recently butterboy no but which one i think is her is her name tyla I remember the name of her song. Wait a minute. Hold on. What's Yep, Tyla. Tyla? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be Ka- it's her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. I remember when I know she- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, she's from South Africa. Yeah. I remember when she was first blowing up. I'm like, oh, I wonder what Johnny thinks about all of this. Yeah. Because even though it felt like an overnight um, success story, but she's been grinding for and like being a go-getter for such a long time. So it just appears that way. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are really great, but the world doesn't know about them yet. Yeah. So they will know. Africa pride. Let's rise up, Africa. Yeah. You know what? everyone in Africa hates what and the whole continent just like South Americans hate when North when United States people say they're Americans oh. <laughs> like of course people from uh, countries in Africa obviously hate it when people are like you're African they're like uh uh okay yeah they're like which part of africa (laughs) africa is a huge continent exactly yeah that's the trip but yeah i think more people from the continent will get recognized in real life oh absolutely the time is coming 
it will happen. I think there's even like this exactly. one Nigerian producer who has been blowing up like in a big way. I forget his name though, but he had this really hilarious um interview where basically he was saying that the biggest obstacle to his success he's a nepo baby but the biggest obstacle to his success was his billionaire father because he's like actively working against him like if he got a get because he was i think in school at the time and so his dad was finally came to a deal he's like okay you know like do two weeks of school per month and then you can like work on your music for two weeks um thinking it was just going to be a phase but his son was like consistently blowing up and so the dad was <laughs> actively working against him if his son got a gig he would i guess call up the venue and have them cancel the gig <laughs> Oh, that's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. I mean, he was saying it in a really like humorous way. I think the dad finally came along, um, but I'm sure. Yeah, but it was it was just a funny perspective, especially when you have other Nepo babies in the business who are like, "Oh, you know, me being a product of nepotism has no bearing on my success," and this guy was like talking about how it afforded him a whole bunch of resources and at the same time it was you know he has a whole billionaire going up against him <laughs> it's funny it's like we are all dealt a hand right yeah you get the hand that you're dealt in the world you can't help it that's why I feel like people, uh, may I go on a personal rant? Go ahead. <laughs> Please excuse this rant. It will be personally biased. Thank you for your understanding. Oh. <laughs> okay, so my bias is that everyone's been dealt a hand in life. You can't, you cannot change the family that you were born into, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And some people have been dealt a certain hand that may be more advantageous than others, not by their fault. And I think a lot of people get on to to people that have been born into old money or new money, especially new money. They don't really get on against uh, old money. Uh, But a lot of people are like, ah, yeah, just because of your dad or your uncle or your cousin or whatever, you get this thing. But they forget that these people also have to work very hard, even though someone can open up the door for you it does not mean that you're gonna be a hit and i feel like i'm talking to some people that maybe they think they can just buy their way into the industry well you can open up the first door Hmm. maybe with that but after that you gotta walk right through so i think of a lot of people that you know yeah, okay, you're you're related to uh you know, you're related to somebody like Gene Kelly or something or whatever, like I don't care. Like the point is you still have to work desperately hard. Yeah. In this industry. I don't think that people, yeah, I don't think people criticizing Nepo babies are necessarily doing it because they're saying they're not working hard. It's just that naturally with their situation, 
they're going to have more doors available than people who don't have that proximity to the industry or even like any other maybe industry. Maybe at first. Maybe at first. They're, they're, and they're, like the first door, yeah. Yeah, and that first door, so many people aren't able to reach it in the first place. Um, and then also there are some Nepo babies who aren't really putting in all that effort. Um and I think a lot of people like this is the number one person <laughs> that they bring up whenever they talk about Nepo models. But like Kendall Jenner's Walkman is so bad. Like she's the highest paid mo- model in the entire industry. And her runway walk is so consistently bad. And she's been in the business for a decade now. Um, and, you know, they're like, that's, an, for instance, an example of a Nepo baby who's like giving nothing. Like, yeah, she's booking gigs, but in her gigs, she's like giving n- negative energy. But then compare her, for instance, to another Nepo baby model like Bella Hadid. And you see like there is a difference in the effort and energy that's being put there. So even like amongst Nepo babies, there are different ways in how it can carry out. But, you know, there's going to be more cushioning. Yeah, I agree. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, it's just that. Mm. It's not always the crutch that it seems. And that's because I have, I know a lot of people in these worlds. Um, still, I think it's like, yes, they do have this advantage, right? Over the person that maybe couldn't get into door one. For sure. That's not a question. Yeah. But the industry is hectic out there. Absolutely hectic. Oh, my bad. So. It's I just hope for people to like consider very carefully before they get into the into the industry. Mm. I think that's important. This has been a production by Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again next time for more of our travel and journey through the world of arts and entertainment. Thanks for your time and have a great week.